It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code Jenkins. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensed partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Sunday, October 1st. If you are joining us live on AMP, we go live every Sunday night, Wednesday morning. You can uh, tune in, send us messages in the chat, whatever you want. If uh, it's not Sunday night, then it's probably Monday, October 2nd. Thanks for listening either way. Got a very fun episode. We've been waiting all day for podcast night, as Tyler was singing right before we got on. Waiting all Sunday for a podcast night. <laughs> As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by the velvet-voiced Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, and that's LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Carrie Underwood, I'm on your ass. <laughs> what? what happened? Oh. <laughs> I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mother Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mother Mike coming to you live. <laughs> the ones and twos. We're produced as always by the, the lovely and talented Jackson Safon. Lovely and talented. Lovely and talented. Well, Mike had a good day. Mike had a good day. <laughs> lovely and talented. Wow. I've, Thank had, you, a, I've had a great weekend of uh, laying around, sleeping in, and watching sports. Um, but I am also buttering you guys up because I have to open the podcast with an apology. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. I got got like very badly. I mentioned when we were talking about pickleball 
that I had read an article about. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Like, Bro, oh, no way. Don't tell uh, about me how on, you no, said go, red go and you go would on. hear. Go on. About go on. how um, the, there was like astroturfing money <laughs> behind the sport of pickleball. <laughs> To uh, get rid of America's public basketball courts. <laughs> okay, and when I said red, what I meant was a black Hotep Illuminati no, ass friend of mine red. posted you on his Facebook a link to oh. what I can only assume is like the most preposterous, not real website of all time. And I read the headline and deck of, of this conspiracy theory ass thing. And I hate pickleball so much. <laughs> I fell right into the jaws of misinformation. So I apologize to all the Jenkins and Jones listeners. I apologize to the many pickleball fans who've been burning my ass up like day seven of looking for that article. You dumb motherfucker. still haven't found it. <laughs> Bro, you went, and you went back and found it? No, I have not been able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> what? But how do you know it was a hotel? Because I remember which one of my friends it was, but I went oh. back on his Facebook wall and it's not there. Possibly That's what I was going to ask. Was this on Facebook? Of course it was on Facebook. Of course it was on <laughs> Facebook. No. That's Bro, where all my Mike, older you know, Illuminati friends are. You should have like, known exactly. right then That's and there, why brother. No, bro. You feel me? Mike. Dude, you know, I've seen people on Twitter that fuck with us. I'm not yeah. on Twitter, but Instagram. Yeah. Like, speaking to that article. <laughs> like, I have, like using, I've been looking for the article. And using, like, using, like, a, a, a sound bite of what you said <laughs> no. as proof. No. Bro. For real. Bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. I can, I'm going to send you the shit right now, bro. <laughs> I just oh, hey. saw one today, <laughs> brother. I'm gonna drop it in the chat. I'm, I want to put his. I'm laughing about it. I genuinely feel. I it is still fuck pickleball over. Here. I do still hate pickleball, and I do actually still in my heart believe <laughs> that this is a phenomenon. And I know in Long Beach, the like people had to protest the Parks and Rec to say you can only convert tennis courts, not basketball courts. But uh, but that article was a fake article, and I got got very. It was badly. so aligned to your life and your experiences, similar to the moon looking really close to the planet for me. That's, that's, you hey. know what I mean? It was just it, it was a you know, bro. It just Shar and I like to say every time one of us had like sees a Wendy's commercial and then wants a frosty, that's how they get you. That's how they, they, <laughs> They don't get you with the misinformation that doesn't line up with shit you believe. They right. get you with the misinformation that lines up with shit you believe. Or the things <laughs> that you want to believe. You know right. what I mean? It's right there, bro. Jesus. It's fuck pickleball, though. Like, I mean, it, it is. It is. It is. It's, it's funnier be because true, Mike bro. is a it professional be journalist, though. It's yeah. funnier because Mike is a professional journalist. Let's be, let's be very honest here. I can't that deny that. Significantly <laughs> funnier. <laughs> That not only is Mike a professional journalist, a good one at that, he is someone who consistently extols the virtues of yeah, journalism. He wants to say, fuck the man. Read your local journalists. Read your local papers. Get your news from the source. That's yeah. Mike G. Don't just read some random bullshit on Don't social just media. Don't read some who random <laughs> Get it from the get the news Repeat from it on the a people podcast who are, to who are reporting people. it. Who are <laughs> boots on the ground? <laughs> oh! I, what's horrible is I could remember the graphic and everything too. So when people first started tweeting me, I was like, "Let me hit Google and fire your ass the fuck up, you pickleball dork!" And, and then, then I, oops. And then I, no, no, no. And then I like you I went searched, to Google and it wasn't there. I, yeah, <laughs> it like was I, it. I searched it and it wasn't there. But I, I think I was at like a, I was at Maya's tennis. Like I was at something, so it was like okay, no big deal. So, but people kept tweeting me about it, and then like I went back and looked again, and I didn't see it. And that's when I started being like, hmm. huh? It does <laughs> seem like I should have been able to find the article. <laughs> And then YouTube whose page, page was this again? Wins again, bro. <laughs> Another win for YouTube page twenty seven, dog. Hey, go go check check the phone, bro. I sent y'all y'all can. I think I sent the exact link to it, so you can watch it. If I don't, you don't have Instagram, Tyler. Damn. But you can still yes, on Instagram, Is it real or 
Yeah, it's a real. It's not. Yeah, a, it's I, not a real. It's 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 a story. He put it on. He, he quoted. He actually put the. He, he quoted me. He clipped out the the audio of you saying it, bro. <laughs> And he's been going so around. much funnier to hear what it what it actually was because for two reasons people need to go back and, and re-listen to the podcast because Mike says first he says I apologize I should have gotten the article up great start exceptional start and then he goes someone did a big re- did a bunch of research he was like touting it as if it was the scientific method as if as if there was lots of people pulled in and pulled as if there was a, it was a nationwide survey yes. I, that's probably what it said it was probably like nationwide, nationwide it was probably survey. the worst language possible and i just saw it and was like yup I apologize. I should have had the article up. You should have, brother. Oh, shit. Gentlemen, I apologize for besmirching the Jenkins and Jones. He had, this dude, though, had an experience of, like, pickleball taking up basketball courts, though, it, as well. I do want, I do so want there, to be clear there may be some while I'm apologizing. Yeah. It is, that it, this is happening. It is a thing okay. that's happening. I don't think that there's, like, dark money behind it. Like, you know, like 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 the article that I read in depth clearly <laughs> suggested <laughs> that, that there was like that this is what the money that was propelling pickleball was to do that. It is an issue that like cities don't have enough park space and in the quest to sate America's thirst for more pickleball, they are converting <laughs> basketball courts and tennis courts to pickleball court. That is an issue, but it is not probably a conspiracy i'm glad you cleared up that you're not in the pocket of big astro turf because that that would have been a bad sign for the show i think anyway hey, play as fuck up man yeah, yeah man it'd be like that it's all good man appreciate y'all <laughs> there goes our peabody though i do it's supposed to be our year man <laughs> <laughs> so so much journalistic footwork in, into you know mongooses versus fucking be- grizzlies and shit. And you just flushed all that goodwill down the toilet. All right, um, let's talk about the Chiefs game we just watched. Uh, how many Taylor Swift references did did y'all count? It's like a who's Waldo game. What did we cross 15, 20, I think probably pretty easily. Yeah, it was man. I mean, I see a lot of people like irritated and pissed off with it. I am just. I'm just amazed at how they're still going with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just want to see how long this shit is going to ride out. Like, I don't have anything against Taylor Swift. Like, like I said, I think that she she gets a lot of hate that she doesn't deserve. You know what I mean? And I don't think that just because, you know, the fucking the NFL media is shoving her down your throat that you need to hate her. Bro, hate the motherfucking NFL media if that's your gripe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have any problems with Taylor. I'm just intrigued about how, how far this shit is going to go. It does feel like a bit at this point. Like, like when they showed her while apologizing that Travis Kelsey had not played well enough to justify them showing her, they're like, sorry, we haven't been able to show Taylor for a while because Travis doesn't have any catch. And then they cut to commercial like that feels like a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. But, you know, we were sharing those numbers in in the group chat about like, you know, the ratings boost and the ticket sales boost and the fucking. Um, you know, the 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 Google boost and all that shit, the Taylor Swift effect. And it's wild because there Taylor is like one of the few artists on the planet that's like fucking bigger than the NFL. You know what I mean? And she like she's like one of the few people who can boost the profile of the NFL. You know what I mean? So that's just interesting to observe. All of that was news to me. I learned so much in the last week. I mean, from y'all. I haven't heard a references. I never watched none of that fucking sports talk shit bro i haven't heard the reference once and i was and i was watching a terrible tv show that was i was enjoying thoroughly instead of watching that chiefs jets game but anyway uh <laughs> my dolphins lost man i was heartbroken so we, we moved on <laughs> they, did but, take L. they did take an l right on the chin i i watched that i watched that whole game too two have missed like four passes which i think is three more passes than he's missed the whole season you feel me but uh yeah i, I didn't know she was like white ladies beyonce i had no idea bro i mean Y'all opened my eyes to all of that. I mean, I, I saw the numbers shit afterwards and was like, Jesus. You know what I mean? Tyler, but, is your eyes and ears on white American culture? I, I, bro, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't, like I, t- I, like I told y'all, I thought, I didn't know she made pop music anymore. I thought she, 
I don't know how I exist in the world I exist in. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've, I, it, how, I, I don't, I think people who don't, aren't familiar with black culture still know Beyonce is Beyonce. How do I not know Taylor Swift is the white Beyonce? You know what I mean? That's a good question. That's weird. And, think- and, and you sent me a big ass song that she played. That like, everybody's heard the song. I was like, no, I've never heard the song. I, I don't know. Tyler, yeah. Tyler exists in a weird space where he's white people's view into black culture in America and he's black people's view into white culture in America. I feel like I have friends on both sides of that. I have I have a very <laughs> surface level understanding of white culture. I do not understand those motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you that much. Um, <laughs> I understand them on a very surface level. But, but yeah, it's... Um, you, you you know it's it's wild because Taylor you know like we said she's not a country singer anymore she makes pop me she's a certified I thought pop she was star, country bro. I thought because I've only known her as a country singer yeah I think that's how she she started out that way and then yeah, she's she started like, out doing she's country. she sort of yeah. like broke out you know and into the wider uh, wider world um, yeah I it's just funny I do like Tyler said there are a lot of people who are like like I have friends who are like angry about it who are like enough. With like ten exclamation points, yeah, no, yeah, okay. just like uh, of like her being shown during the game uh-huh. so much, and um, if there's one thing about the NFL that you should know as a football fan who's older than ten, they don't give a fuck about anything but the numbers. They do not <laughs> care if you're tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. If she is upping the numbers, she will be everywhere all the time. Once they saw that the ticket sales. For that game, like what what the the tickets did once it was announced, she was going to that game tonight. This could be Taylor Swift until she gets tired of Travis Kelsey, <laughs> moves on to uh, an actual motorcycle cop or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the athletic the athletic tweeted tonight that uh, the NBC broadcast officially cut to Taylor Swift seventeen different times during the broadcast. That seems kind of light. Is Taylor Swift? That's that's kind of that's not that's yeah that's not bad actually. Yeah. Yeah, but the Chiefs um, had like eight possessions. Right. <laughs> you said Taylor Swift's bigger than football, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we uh, we also got more evidence that football is different, not that we needed it. But uh, David Njoku, the Browns tight end, showed up to the game after having burned his face and arms it, trying to light a fire pit at his house. Uh, got, I believe it was second degree burns, was listed as questionable for the game, showed up to the game, but was wearing a, it was like a predator mask, but with all the features cut off. I don't know how to describe the mask. He's wearing a full mask over his entire head and then was shirtless with a fur coat on. And I have to say, first of all, only a football player would show up to work in that situation. And second of all, he looked hard as fuck. This shit looked great. He looked cool as hell. He looked crazy <laughs> as fuck and cool as fuck, which is like the two things as a football player you want to be, you know, viewed as, right? Like, right. like he nailed it. Tens across the board. Shouts to that man. I've never seen somebody look so insane and feel jealous that I didn't look that insane <laughs> or couldn't look that insane. You know what I mean? Like he was, it was, it was simultaneously so violent and beautiful. Like I was like, like it, 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 I felt something in my in my in my insides. Watch well, it, not did it there, move? Mike. <laughs> not there, Mike. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if it did, it was you know what I'm saying. Y'all understand? It, yeah. it was it was it was bro. Like it was. I loved. I was so compelled with it with that with that video, bro. I watched it like yeah. forty times. G, it was the hardest yeah. shit I've seen in a long time. And, and I think so it was like the- a predator mask with that wasn't painted. That's right. what it looked like. It was like a predator mask that like got taken off the assembly line a little early. You feel me? Like yeah, like y'all know how the Halloween mask, the Michael Myers mask, the original was a William Shatner mask turned inside out and painted white. Are you aware of that? Did not yes. know that. It, it was like that, but for the predator mask. Like they turned it inside out and got rid of the hair, right, <laughs> or, right. or something. Um, yeah, and to be clear, like the day before, they were saying the reason they weren't sure if he'd be able to play is because they weren't sure he could safely put a helmet on over his burns and so that was that was how he showed up to the game look i i was uh my brothers uh suffered you think a, you a, a real burn. nigga till you hear some shit like that dog. right <laughs> you know what i mean my, you my think little you brother suffered a burn that, like, from whoa. like boiling water falling on his leg and like i was there with him at the hospital and everything i mean that we were you know i was out for a week after that like <laughs> after seeing it <laughs> you know what i think it was it was like I don't know. I said I said like a man tear. You know what I mean? 
It was yeah. like the 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 inner masculine me was just yeah. like you know what I mean, fed in a particular way with with all that was going on. Like crazy toxic masculinity, John. That's like buried yeah, the, the deep under layers g- yeah. of love for your wife right. and daughter. Was like <laughs> right. it was, it was like, like stirring. It was, it was you know, like the it, hand it, at the end of Carrie. Like <laughs> 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 it, it was given a drop of water. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking gremlin, you know what I mean? Maybe like, violence is always the answer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then it calmed back down, you know? What I mean? Right. Maybe violence is always the answer. Maybe right. violence isn't only sometimes the answer. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, oh shit. Um <laughs> Shout out to uh, our guy, uh, Stan Van Gundy, for narrowly beating the uh, head of the Iowa Republican Party allegations uh, because a video went around of the head of the Iowa Republican Party talking some like 1940s level fascism, like some old world fascism. And he looks so much like Stan Van Gundy that when Tyler tweeted a joke that he looked like Stan Van Gundy, I genuinely, I watched the video a couple of times. I was like, okay, but is it or is it not actually Stan Van Gundy? Because I wasn't sure. <laughs> dog, I tweeted, not my dog, SVG. And people were like, <laughs> I had to rewatch this four or five times <laughs> to see that it wasn't. <laughs> he looked just like that mother. Imagine that. And those two seemed like dudes on two completely opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Imagine yeah. you had a motherfucker who looked just like you, and he was the biggest fuck nigga version of you. <laughs> and everyone saw that person doing some fuck shit that you would never do. I'd be hot. John SVG got, John's got that one motherfucker. And John <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's my doppelganger, bro. I don't see it, nigga. You know, maybe because I refuse to see myself in a fuck, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't know. It would be like for me if I guess like Levitard got appointed head of the Iowa Republican Party or something. I don't know. John does walk around in that reality, though. But yeah, it's, and I know Stan's a liberal dude too. Like he he's not like shy about his political beliefs. That's why I was so like. That honestly was the tiebreaker for me. If I didn't already know that, I might I'm, I might be out here misinformationing on my second consecutive decade. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackson's much for tolerant a- SVG. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson would be cutting the social clip of me being like, Stan Van Gundy needs to be held accountable for Booger his Booger of the week, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's talk a little actual basketball. Uh, Jackson said this is the Celtics are back episode. I had to make sure we didn't talk about the Celtics for the first 20 minutes, but we've arrived. The Celtics have acquired Drew Holiday. Uh, gentlemen, your thoughts before we talk to Jackson on this trade and, and what it does for the Celtics. Um, You know, I, you, you know, like we were talking in the group chat, basically – if you though you know get rid of all the picks and shit, just look at a straight up roster. You know sw- swap out before and after this postseason. They basically swapped out Grant Williams, Rob Rob Williams for Chris Stapps, and swapped out Marcus Smart for Drew. Right? I think the Marcus Smart for Drew swap out is a win. Um, that front court swap out with with Grant and Rob for Chris Stapps though, eh? I don't know about that one, buddy. But I don't know, man. But but I I do think that you know like like I said, Drew is. He is he is one of those like like we discussed before. He's one of those guys who shows up so big in the playoffs and so big when you need him in the playoffs, right? And this was a team where they they just seemed like they did not have that guy, you know, which which is a damn shame when you got fucking you know Tatum and Jalen there. But but you know this for sure makes them a better team. Um, you know, I I I think in the long in the in the bigger picture of shit, I think they're they're going to be a better playoff performing team, and I think that's you know all that really matters here. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. 
We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As I told y'all, I hate what happened to Horford, bro. I just hate that he's getting fucking booted or just like he's traded as like a trade piece. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have an incredible season. Oh, my, oh, my bad. Well, I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brogdon, he said. <laughs> Jackson did be like, Brogdon, my boy. Like, didn't he? <laughs> he looked actually Jackson frustrated. Jackson said, enough misinformation. Uh, uh, enough. Right. <laughs> no more misinformation. Right, right, right. But Brogdon, yeah. Like, I, I hate that they just, just, they're just trading Brogdon off like he's, like, he didn't have an incredible season. He's not a great player. You know what I mean? I mean, I, and also Chris Stapps. I just don't see that, how that makes any sense. Offensively, I don't think he'll be, I think he'll clog the offense up, honestly. Defensively, he'll be food. I don't know the benefit of Chris Stapps at all. I mean, do y'all see a single benefit in having Chris Stapps on that team? Like, Not based on what I believe will happen. You know, like, I mean, I get, like, if you see him as the best version of himself, I just don't see how you could, like, realistically expect that to happen. When did we see, when's the last time we saw the best version of Chris Stapps? What, New York? You feel a, me? Over, like over a period of time, you know, I completely yeah, you feel agree. Me? Yeah, and it's like at this point, it's like, did that ever happen? Did we lie to ourselves about it? It seems so fucking long ago. You know what I mean? And but I mean, yeah, Drew, Drew makes him a better team, but I mean that that back that, that front court just doesn't it doesn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see them making it as far as they did this past year. I see them struggling. Word is that um, Blaze is going to still swap out Brogdon, so I think he'll probably wind up on a contender because he is good enough to be the sixth man on a championship team. He is that fucking good I mean, coming dude, off the bench bro, for sure. Dude, he's he's a starter. He's a starting point guard that was playing backup minutes, and he was one of the most reliable players, playoffs as well as during the regular season, throughout the season, until, like I said, he tore his ACL in his arm, whatever the fuck that shit is. And it, like, it wasn't... What the fuck is it called? Like, he, did he tear a ligament in his forearm? Did they, did they, I think so, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Whatever the fuck he I just tore. love it that he tore the ACL. Arm ACL. I don't know. What, I just, I just, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me when they describe the shit. But like, dog, I don't, I don't know. I, I hate it for him. Jackson, do you think this moves the needle? Are you feeling more confident or less confident or the same in the Celtics after this offseason? Ooh. Um... That's real a good sport, question. Real sports. Was last I mean, that's a good question. After the, after the whole better than this year's season. team. I don't know. I mean, I think yeah. I, I like the Drew trade. I really do like the Drew trade. Uh, giving up the Warriors pick next year and the 2029 first when you're at this point, you've locked up Tatum and Brown. Like, we're, we're not talking about picks, you know. Right. I mean, like, I think that the, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but the whole offseason, it, it is the team is a lot, um, a lot less deep. It's a lot thinner. The, the it's top end talent is better. I think almost 
assuredly, undeniably, it's better. The fact that Drew Holiday is your third best player, Chris Porzingis is your fourth best player. If you want to swap those, great. I don't care. That's uh, better than having Marcus Smart be your third best player or Malcolm Brogdon or whoever whoever you wanted to put there. Like it's the top end talent's definitely better. But now after Drew, Derek White, Jalen Tatum, Chris Stapps, and Al Horford, you're that's a good six man rotation. And then it goes. Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser are probably seven and eight. It's like it drops off pretty fast. And Chris Stapp's last season played the most games in a season since his rookie year. So he's not exactly reliable. And Al Horford's like 50 years old, 65. Not bad in the resting era. Genuinely not bad in the resting era. The answer to the question of when, when, what's the best we've seen Chris Stapp's, it was last season. He played 65 games. He shot 39% from three. Like he was solid last year. It was just like, are you expecting him to be the best version of himself going forward? Or is that like a fluke, a one-off? And because and he's a fourth option. Right, right. You know so I mean? like, I, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a, I'm worried about the front court depth. Chris Stapps not being reliable in terms of injuries. Al Horford is 37, 38. Like he is old. And so if those are your two chill, main, chill, chill. he's, he's <laughs> old in basketball. He's old in the NBA. Damn, Jackson. That was real. That was real. sound like Jackson does every time we bring up him. He said like he is old. He is old. Capital, capital. Al Horford's almost not allowed to be alive anymore. But I do think in theory, the team is better than it was last year. For two reasons. One, uh, it's the preseason, and you have to because it's, it's, it's the preseason. <laughs> it's the preseason. Um, one, because we know Joey Gumball is an offensive coach. He does not seem to care about defense. I forgot y'all still have Joey Gumball. Joey That's Gumball. what I'm saying. What is he going like? <laughs> right. But if he was going to be the coach, he's going to be the coach. We, he's an offensive coach. And so from that standpoint, you just if you look at the offense, you're, you're Marcus Smart to Drew Holiday, rather large upgrade. Chris Stapps, Porzingis, like, I agree with you. Like, some people are like, his rim protection numbers are good. Like, fine. I don't, I'm not confident in him as a switchable center in the modern NBA. But offensively, he's averaged 20 points a game for, like, six straight years. And, like, he shoots 38% from three rather consistently. I agree. He is a bit of a ball stopper. But my hope is that he's a ball stopper when he's a first or second option. When he's a third or fourth option, I'm, I'm hoping it's, like, a lot more catch and shoot or catch and move it or screen, catch a lob. Like, I'm hoping it's not as much... Carmelo ball and more like just play a play us good role and a well-oiled offense. I'm a little bit worried about the defense, but getting drew, like I was really worried about the defense before getting drew. I was like, this is going to be a bottom 10 defense before getting drew. And now I'm like, they, dude, they lost losing Marcus smart. Their best defensive player. I was like, Rob Williams can't stay healthy. What is the front? I was like, I don't know, but now getting drew having helping shore up the perimeter defense, I think should really really help i don't know how they're better as a team though like you know like i mean like chris Stapp's 20 points a game is a fourth option there's no way he's getting 20 again sure sure you feel me and maybe if like you said ball stopper on the fifth pass and he catches it in the corner that's not a ball stopper that's right when he's exactly. supposed to shoot that motherfucker you know what i'm saying but like i just i'm not I don't sure know. If, i'm not sure if they're better either i just i just and at the rim bro like motherfuckers are gonna eat like if i'm looking at that front court bro i'm I like agree. yes i'm for the you know what i'm saying like Somebody said a uh, 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 put a meme of Bam like like how he's gonna leave that front court, bro. I mean, can you imagine Bam like <laughs> like Bam is is just I, a Celtics killer regardless. Well, that's, that's, but, 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 that, but that's that's what I would say confused me about it because I understand I, Jackson's not my only friend who's a Celtics fan, and they, they've all pointed out like having a better decision maker with the ball. Right, like there's a lot of things Drew Holiday brings that's great, but yes. my point was look at your two main rivals in the East. You just got worse against both of them, right? I, I mean, like, like wouldn't you say like removing front court depth against the? Bucks I mean, I think that the my personal opinion is, is the Heat are are not going to have it this year. I think they lost too many of their key players, and like I just don't think they're recreating the magic. But but against the Bucks, that's obviously the Bucks are the heavy favorite in the East. Yeah. But pre this trade, pre the Drew trade, once that before when they got Dave, it's certainly the front court is a disaster against a team that big with Giannis. 
but also they were going to be cooked by them if they didn't make this Drew trade. So like Dave, who do they have? They're not guarding Dame. I mean, I love Derek White, but like they're Nobody's not guarding having, yeah. having yeah. Drew, having Drew so, helps a lot of those problems. Like I, I agree the, the interior defense, I'm scared of it, but I think they have enough. If you get assuming I'm hoping you get Tatum and Brown to sort of rebuy in on the defensive side of the ball. Cause last year they, they both regressed. I would say a, a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. But if, if you have those two guys bought back in defensively and you're, your four of your starters are Drew Holiday, all defense, Derek White, last season, first team, all defense, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, like you're in a pretty good spot. So like, I mean, yes. Are they going to have trouble with Giannis? Of course they are losing like Al Horford, getting a year older, losing Marcus Smart, losing Grant Williams. Some of the, one of the main primary defenders on Giannis. <laughs> Al Horford being Al Horford. That's <laughs> Al Horford. That's their, who they're going to throw at him. I would assume <laughs> yeah. at this point, I'm like, I don't know saying. what they're going to do. So it's like not the, the year, man. It's Al yeah. being Al and Giannis being Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. That's, that's, I, that's agree. Even handed, I agree. That's I just even-handed basketball that analysis from a considering considering how we all saw the season end, go and end. They had they had to make big changes. I was hoping it was going to be the coach. They decided it wasn't going to be the coach. They went with the roster and they made big fucking changes. They, I respect them doing what a lot of front offices don't do which is like seeing there's something wrong and a very intentionally attempting to fix yeah. it is it going to work i don't know but at least they fucking tried well and i think the the one thing i would say i i like this for the bucks and the celtics is i felt like the bucks said we've got winners but not enough production and the celtics said we've got production but not enough winners and they both went and added the bucks the ability for someone else to take more of the scoring load if Giannis isn't 100 percent, which obviously was the story last year at the end of the season and the Celtics add a guy who is like, you know, I had a friend who called him like sort of mentally the opposite of Marcus smart, right? Like he's a dude where you're like, I trust him implicitly. Like it's the playoffs, exactly. do the right thing all the time. Exactly. So, yeah, and I also just saw right before we started, someone put together like a drew holiday, great defense on Damian Lillard supercut. And so now I'm all the way in. You're just going to be watching that every day. Propaganda. It was like, it was like, it was like a bunch of clips of drew on the Pelicans, like holding Dame to like the 35% in a playoff series or something. And I was like, this was six years ago, but I don't care. I'm just saying that this Dame is the truth Dame, now. Bro. <laughs> this is the truth now. Drew, drew is the Dame stopper. That Dame ain't this day, bro. The Dame stopper. <laughs> all right. Uh, That's Dame before uh, the 40 footer, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? I'll get you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See. Yeah, let's uh, let's close on uh, Dookie Butt of the Week. Uh, Tyler, you want to go first? <laughs> I was actually going to mention the SVG doppelganger. <laughs> that, that was going to be because, <laughs> like I said, bro, if you looking like a motherfucker, y'all are just so fucking different, and you do some shit you know that motherfucker would never do. That's just so wild to me. I could not yeah. imagine that reality. He, th that dude's got to have the sense to not fuck it up for Steve Van Gundy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Take your face off when you go in public and speak <laughs> and, and spread your far right ideologies. Grow a full beard or something, you know? Um, I'll go second. Uh, my dookie butt of the week is Trent Dilfer, uh, oh who's God, at it again with the sideline uh, screaming. There was a video before of him yelling at a, a high school kid. You know, I was, I think he was like, if I remember correctly, I think he was kind of like yanking the kid around. I didn't like that video, but I do feel like I've been around a lot of high school coaches who in isolated clips could look like a lunatic, but who I've seen have a very positive impact on a lot of kids. So that's like one, you know, I, I don't know. Those clips can be taken out of context. He got after this assistant coach in front of like on the sideline in front of the players. Like, I mean, it was. I was like uncomfortable watching it the way he was chasing around. And I think, I think Tyler tweeted it, but I had the same thought. Like at some point your brain is like, I'm sorry. Aren't you Trent Dilfer? Right. You're not Deion Sanders. Like you, <laughs> you don't get to skip the front of the line as a college coach because you're one of the greatest and be a athletes dickhead in American on top history. Of it, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, so anyway, just Trent Dilfer and your face, you got the face of someone that needs to be polite to people, bro. Like you have a thumb head, <laughs> You know, you fucking, <laughs> I don't know. The, the whole thing was, was bad. Uh, it was a bad visual. 
What was what was that quote he had <laughs> when when he was doing ESPN? You cannot win games in this league and lose or some shit. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about? No, yeah, he had an all time uh-huh. like you have to score more points than the other team. It was a Magic Johnson take. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> quote is, um, "You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win." Just excellent stuff from Trey. Hey, you got the Jesus nerd to yell at me, God. motherfucker. Are you kidding me? You had a four touchdown, 18 interception se- season with that quote on your resume, too, and you going to talk to me any type of way? Hell no. You got me all the way fucked up. Sometimes the heater you got for a motherfucker is worth losing a job, dog. You know what yeah. I mean? Eating that shit is going to be too hard. You're going to hate yourself for it, man. Fuck that nigga. Get your issue off. Get you a new job. You're going to be all right. You're getting yelled at by the guy who's the example everyone uses when they try and convince themselves that their team could still win a Super Bowl, even though their quarterback's not good. Like, (laughs) that's that's who you are. Like, well, if the defense is good enough, you could win a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Like, that's... You're the you're the na- proper noun at the end of that sentence. You are yelling at me. <laughs> you are uh, a motivational quote. You're proof that anything can happen. <laughs> that it, you're proof that, that if you're surrounded by the right supporting cast, even you, even you, even you, even you can make it happen. <laughs> you can be oh, a winner too. Shit. Nah, but um, my uh, Dookie Butt of the Week is Bobby, bro. Bobby Altov. Oh, oh girl, that guy. Let's have that right by offset, bro. Like, dog, that shit was like. <laughs> I've never seen somebody like we talk about. You know, people being unseasoned, right? But it's so much funnier when you describe the unseasoned meat and call that person that to their face. <laughs> Called her an unseasoned piece of chicken, man. He said, you just a chicken, unseasoned, just throwing that thing, and just, he said, you lost to the sauce. I'm, I'm trying to play with you, you feel me? You you need some seasoning. You need some motherfucking seasoning. <laughs> you need some motherfucking yeah. seasoning. Bro, and the thing was, bro, he just spoke facts, nigga. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, bro, you need some seasoning. Beautiful delivery. Yeah, she's a dookie butt of the week for sure, man. Listen, man. And why also, why are we throwing people that, like, nigga, don't, why are we wasting our time with, with like, with, the, like, the, the, what makes her interesting is not her. It's the people she's interviewing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, That's, bro, I, I flat out, you know, I said on Twitter, I do not like what she has going on. And that's what motherfuckers are just going to hit you. Oh, you just don't understand dry humor. Yes, the fuck I do. I just don't like her. Up. You right? don't understand humor? Tyler <laughs> does not understand dry humor. <laughs> Dog, come on. But it's it's like, I love that Offset um interview because, you know, her whole shtick is being the deadpan dry humor girl who doesn't understand rappers and their lifestyle and their slang and and, and just condescendingly, you know, laugh, you, you know, pokes fun at them. You're like, that's her whole shtick. And I like how Offset flipped that shit on her. It was like, yeah, you don't understand us because you ain't got no motherfucking seasoning because you yes. a chicken cutlet. That's why you don't understand us. You know what I'm saying? So I love that Offset did that. And like I said, I do not like her brand of humor because I, I feel like the joke is on us, not with us. I feel like she is laughing at, you know, young black men. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, like, like we saw the clip when Austin said, you my partner name. She said, I'm your what? You're 26 years old. You've heard a motherfucker say partner name. bro. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's cut the bullshit. You know what and I mean? And she I, hit him with that weird shit, too. Like, uh, you can leave now. And he's like, I paid for this motherfucker. You said yeah. you can leave. You see how that worked? <laughs> like exactly, like, exactly. Like, people, people talking all that. Oh, she's just in character. Well, all said made her come out that motherfucking right. character. Oh, you like, like you can leave now. Oh, you, and then when also like, yo, I fuck with you. She's like, I can't tell. Like she right. was in her feelings. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you supposed to be in character, stay in motherfucking character. If you supposed to be the dry humor, you know, fucking queen, throw that shit out. And 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 when they throw that shit back, you got to eat that shit. Yeah, I first of all, I lo- that style of humor is my favorite. Like Larry David. Nathan Fielder, like some of my root up, like that, that's Eric shit. Andre. He does the same shit, but he's yes. fucking hilarious. Well, because that's the, like because the shit that's favorite yeah. kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> because the shit Eric Andre does is like, I'm going to be funny. I'm not going to try to poke fun at you. Because, like I said, I feel like Bobby is poking fun at us to other people. You know Instead what I mean? I feel like she's poking fun, fun at yeah, right. she, yeah, yeah. She's poking fun at black people for white people is what that shit feels like to me, dog. And I don't fuck with it. Well, that was the other thing I was going to say was I, you can't, you just with 
it, first of all, in life generally, but also with that style of comedy, you can't ignore the context of race and gender. Like that, mm -hmm. and that's why, like, anytime you have Larry David doing anything with black people, the joke is not black people are ridiculous. The joke is, isn't it funny that black people like Larry David, even though he's the most Jewish, like least black guy? Like, and that is true. Like, <laughs> right? Like, but but the, but those that humor has to exist. Like, it would not be funny to watch Larry David be an asshole to exclusively black people right. as his bit, like pretending that he just doesn't under like that would not be funny. It's it's the the isn't this person weird is in both directions. And that's why you don't feel like, cause she, she had a, she's making black people look ridiculous by playing a character. Yes. But, and instead of her looking ridiculous, she's trying to make black people look ridiculous. And that is, that's right. Yeah. I know. I tell yeah, I, tell, I, I completely agree. She had a clip. I think there was a clip came out earlier today of her at a Drake concert. That was, it was the same thing. It was like two, two black women dancing and having fun and her making her same stink face. She also doesn't have a, a second pitch. You know what I mean? You can't do dry humor with the one face. Like it has to be some it's other quivers. Funny, but it has to be <laughs> funny though. Like yeah. what? Like what's that? Like I don't know. I, I just this this has any of it been funny? Like have you seen any other clips and been like that's that, funny? I thought, I, I thought the Drake interview was. I funny, thought Drake I was funny. She, I thought yeah, Drake yeah, was yeah. funny. I thought Yachty was funny. I thought Offset was funny. I'm looking at her like what is? Right. You know what I mean? I thought she was funny in the Drake interview. I, I like I, I enjoyed that, like them going, but like just the the interplay of them going back and forth. But it's again like Drake and Yachty is different types of niggas though than Offset though. Offset for is sure, but you also just can't you know do the same like like it just feel it feel, you know what it feels like to me. It just feels very formulaic. Like oh, this worked. Let's sub in a different musician and do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Like that that's what it feels like to me. I don't see anything like tailored differently. I'm also only watching the clips on social media because I don't find it funny enough to go look at the full video. So I don't know. I think, I think she started off with like Funny Marco. She was on this this uh, do Funny Marco shit. And that's when I first did you, saw her. Did you see that clip of Lil Yachty lighting Funny Marco up about her? <laughs> yeah, I saw that shit, man. But oh I got the first time, I didn't realize that was the first time I saw her, but I remember the first time I saw her, like Funny Marco kind of like looking at her weird. You know what I'm saying? Did and, you, uh, did you and, see the clip then, when Lil Yachty was lighting Funny Marco up? Uh, uh uh, for, uh, uh for for blowing her up. I, I saw oh, I saw that. I think nigga, I saw nah. her on Bobby too, <laughs> on Bobby shit too. Yeah. Uh, I mean Yachty on Bobby shit. Um, uh, but uh, I didn't. I haven't seen him talking to to yeah. uh, Funny Mark about the shit. That shit is hilarious. I'll what do you say? What do you say? What happened? <laughs> I, I, you really just got to see it. Yachty <laughs> is a funny motherfucker, dog. Dude, have you did you see have y'all uh seen the um I know we talking about doo-doo butts and shit, dookie butts, but um <laughs> doo-doo butts. <laughs> but uh <laughs> doo-doo on butts. But um have uh have y'all seen the um you said you see watch the music video with J. Cole and Yachty? Yeah, J. Cole went in. J. Cole went Body in. Bag. But Body bag. But Body bag. J. Cole's verse was fucking beautiful, right? But the 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 visual that was created because like the, all of that was created because of Yachty, bro. Like that had Yachty's fingerprint all over that shit. And I just feel like people don't give Yachty his credit, bro. Like he got on there with J. Cole, knowing J. Cole's verse is gonna be fucking insane. And created something that was beautiful, you know what I mean? And he creates so fearlessly, and everybody just thinks he's just some some mumble rapper. Didn't listen to his last album, it was a beautiful piece of work. I think he's one of the, he's one of my favorite like artists as, as far as creatively period. But anyway, did you did you get did you find the um the, yeah, yeah, the link I'm, yet? Um, I'm sending it right, motherfucker. Yeah, you send it to the group chat, Jackson. Dog. Who is your Dookie butt of the week? My Dookie butt of the week is John's new friend uh, and popular podcast host Will Compton. What? Will Compton, host of Bustin' with co-host of Bustin' with the Boys, very good podcast. Will Compton's a very funny guy. I, I actually yeah, quite yeah. like him. But this was like at the very beginning of this past week. It was after the the last, the first Taylor Swift at a Travis Kelsey game. This thing. feels serious. This feels no, like no, no. It's funny. It's, it's really okay, funny. Okay, okay, okay. Jackson looks pod, like fired up on his pod. I'm I'm excited because I did research. I'd like to feel like okay, I was prepared okay. for Dookie Bet for the week for the first time. Uh, uh, he goes, all right. Well, Taylor Swift. Um, welcome to the NFL audience. Like this is just like so much bigger. Than anything you've ever done before, and there, and then her, everyone's like, "Well, do you have any idea like who this is?" And he was like, "Yeah, I know Taylor Swift. Like, but like the NFL is like the biggest audience in the world." And then, and then his co-host Taylor Lewan is like, "Okay, let me look it up right now." He goes, "Um, okay, so the NFL's Instagram has 
uh, 28 million followers. And Will's like, yeah, exactly. And then he goes, Taylor Swift's has 247 million. <laughs> Jesus. And, and Will Compton was like, wait, what? Can you say that again? And he repeats <laughs> it. And like the, the shock on Will's face is so funny. It's like that, no shade at Will. Like that, I didn't probably know that it was that different, that big yeah. of a delta, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> He didn't know the she NFL was Beyonce is, either, the white Beyonce either. That's exactly. Crazy. Yeah. No yeah. shade. It's just, and he it was lives just so in Nashville. Funny. It was so funny, dude. Interesting. NFL is just American, bro. We motherfuckers got to get out that bubble. Taylor Smith is world fucking wide. Yeah. Well, I would also say I think there's probably a lot more fans of the NFL who like I, I'm a NFL fan. I don't follow the NFL on Instagram, but I, I assume every Taylor Swift fan follows Taylor Swift. On it's not exactly a fair comparison, yeah. but it, but from yeah. the from a 10x standpoint, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, 28 to 247. It's a pretty wide discrepancy. All right, that's all the time we got. We'll be back on uh, Wednesday morning, I assume, although we haven't discussed that, but I assume it'll be Wednesday morning with our next Jenkins and Jones. We'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.